Welcome to AV Plus, the podcast from Commercial Integrator. I'm Adam Forziotti, Senior Web Editor here at CI. You know, whenever I've heard criticism over things like the Avixa Diversity Council and other programs that are trying to make this industry a more diverse place, I often hear things like, okay, but what are they actually doing to accomplish that? Well, the council chairwoman, Charmaine Torella, is excited to share the first step in Avixa's commitment to restructuring the association and its leadership to think about diversity across the industry. Avixa announced last week that it will put an emphasis on its search for diverse speakers at Infocom 2021 and other events throughout the year. We'll hear more about Torella's thoughts on these plans on this episode of AV+. And since there's not too much to share for news this week, let's go straight to that conversation. Here's Craig McCormick at CI and Charmaine Torella. Hi, I'm Craig McCormick. I'm the executive editor for Commercial Integrator. I'm joined today by Charmaine Torella. She's the uh, chairperson of the Avixa Diversity Council. Hey, Charmaine, how are you? Hey, I'm good, Craig. Nice to see you. We're here to talk about an announcement that Avixa made this week. Uh, they announced that they are committing to uh, in their words, accelerating diverse representation at their events, and and that includes um, speakers and and panelists. On and I I understand that the Avixa Diversity Council was involved in getting to this point. Why don't, why don't you uh, kind of tell me how how this came about? Yeah. So since we started in 2018, you know, we've been working for the last two years with Avixa on promoting our initiatives towards diversity, diversity in education diversity in communications within our industry and diversity in the types of talent that exist. Um, within the last couple of months, eight months, I should say, uh, at the time COVID started, everything started happening um, with the protest, right? The Black Lives Matter protest, civil rights protest. You know, it was very concerning to Avixa. Um, and before that, I had a great conversation with David Labuskis on you know, Avixa's you know, commitment to diversity and how we were going to fast forward that um, before COVID and all of the protests. And he and I talked and he was committed and started restructuring Avixa to go that particular way. So with that restructuring, uh, the work that we've done council that our council I think was a great influence to this and influenced him and the Avixa leadership to really start going that route towards commitment. Come COVID and uh, all the protests, then that really, it halted it for a minute, but then they jumped right back into it and really, you know, you know proceeded ahead and even further. So um, it's great that Avixa is committed to doing this, committed to showing more diversity in the terms of speakers that speak at their events, that speak and train at their workshops. We were happy to hear that. Um, happy that they would lean on the council to get some um, connections to help do that. Uh, so that's in effect. And um, we're just gonna keep going. So as the diversity council, all the work that the council has done, we couldn't be more happy that the VIXAs basically, you know, made this pledge and commitment and it's a deep commitment um, which makes us especially happy um, because not everyone makes a deep commitment to it. Um, and we're glad that they're, they're just deeply, you know, committed to restructuring and planning ahead to make it happen. 
what do you think, you know, kind of will be the outcome of, of doing something like this, of, of having, you know, people of various backgrounds be part of these panels, be part of these education programs, that, that sort of thing? What is, is the goal to introduce AV to people, you know, of, of diverse backgrounds, or, or is there another goal that's, that's part of this? There's a multitude of goals. I mean, it's not just about introducing uh, people of diverse backgrounds into AV, but it's also showing off more talent from that diversity that we don't have right now in AV. And that's where it comes down to. That's where it lies. You know, right now with that pledge, I've already gotten calls from people that said, you know, I'm interested. I had three calls since that pledge launched this week about how do I get into AV? Where do I begin? What should I be doing? And because I do this right now for technology, but I like doing this, which I know is AV. And I heard all the stuff you guys are doing at the council. So where do I go? So I think it's partly that getting people to rediscover a new career for themselves or a career of choice for the future. And also a discovery of new technology innovation that's going to come from that uh, discovery. And we're going to factor that into the AV industry and really uh, evolve. So it's going to be an evolution that I'm excited to see, you know, different uh, technology backgrounds being interested in AV now. Um, That was a big thing with, you know, diversity speaks across the board. So when other people pay attention from other sectors and they say, oh, wow, AV, what's that? Um, So diversity has been able to open that door and really reveal what AV is more, bring in these other uh, thought uh, leaders from other sectors in technology and bring in some of their expertise and knowledge and help our industry evolve a bit more. And that's what I'm excited to see. I think that's going to be, it's going to help with our evolution, especially now with COVID and everything to really factor in a new way of doing AV, a more innovative way of doing things. Uh, It could be AI, artificial intelligence, that's on the mouths of many. It's apps, you know, using apps to control things now. Um, We just did our programming and beyond webinar where we talked a little bit about that on the diversity council. So it's a lot of innovation I think will come with it. Um, I, I know, obviously, a lot of associations and, and organizations have had programs that have come out since those those protests have started. But the fact that this was a conversation before that, what what does that say to you about you know kind of the commitment level on on Avix's part that uh, about doing this? Uh, that you know, how how serious do you, do you think that they are about you know kind of making this uh, something that's you know going to go forward, going to succeed? I think very serious. I think they they seriously. You know, when we had that conversation, uh, those conversations, they saw all the the reception to the council, right? The things that we've done in the last two years and the things we continue to do. And they said, wow, this is really something we really have to focus a little bit more on. Um, and I think we have to restructure, and uh, David Labuskis' words, restructure ourselves a little bit to make that happen. And, and so with that understanding and seeing that result, um, I think they're very committed, um, not just being, and they don't want to be in a place of just saying, oh, yeah, we think it's great, we're gonna do it. They understand that we're, we have to put effort behind it. 
Um, he was also, David Labuskas and I, he was also on the AB Nation podcast that Tim Albright did. I don't know if you caught that. So that, that when it happened, he wanted to be on to hear everything and get more information and hear, you know, the challenges of diversity in AV and where we need to go from a panel of diverse AV workers. So it's all in the action, I always say. And the fact that we were able to have those conversations, the fact that he was willing to be the only white man on a podcast of diverse, nothing but diverse people and hear everything negative, that says a lot. That's very, that's that action in itself is really telling. And now this commitment. So it's all about the action. So I would say from the action, very committed and very, very willing. And it's not just words, it's action. Obviously, everybody that's going to hear this has been to plenty of uh, events in, in AV and, and seen, you know, panels that every, every person on the panel is a middle-aged white guy. And, and obviously, that's becoming an, an increasing problem. Uh, do, do you think the, the issue kind of leading up to now was that, you know, people from diverse backgrounds just didn't, you know, put themselves in, in the mix to be part of these panels or weren't asked or just didn't think that they would, would be qualified or something? What, what's, what's kind of been the issue that's kind of prevented them to this point? The main issues that prevented them was they really weren't asked and the industry didn't know. So that was one, that one of the issues. The industry didn't ask because they didn't know. They didn't have any idea of, oh, who's this person? Who's this person? And the other part of that is a lot of those people didn't feel that they would be valued and stepping up and saying, hey, and they didn't know where to go to, oh, I want to present. I want to do this. So it, it was all about really the, we didn't know we're just comfortable. We know the people that we know all these years, we're going to stick with them. And we're just going to keep asking them. We don't know anybody else that could do this. So we're not going to ask, but we're not going to try to seek it out either. We're comfortable this way. And the people that they needed to ask are like, okay, I'm not going to raise my hand if no one's going to ask me. And you know what, if I do raise my hand and they don't value me, you know, the devalue, the disparagement of minorities is a huge thing in any industry. So it's hard for them to raise our, us to raise our hands and say, you know, I have valuable information without getting it swatted down by somebody, um, whether mentally or sometimes physically. So uh, that was, I think, the main issues why there weren't as many presenters. But now uh, that they know there are, the good news is the Diversity Council now shows where <laughs> a lot of those people are and who, who does what and who knows what. And people are like, oh my God. And maybe we should go there and see if they can suggest people and go and ask someone who we know is on the council, see if they want to do it. And so that's a great thing. Now there's a knowledge of, okay, I didn't know there was a consultant that was black. I didn't know there was a big executive in a manufacturing, big manufacturing company that was black and a woman. I didn't hear, I never knew there was one. Um, so they're learning now. They're learning and they know, and, you know, we're pushing and, we're trying to push the value of those people even more in the council so people know and they're aware, yes, this person exists. Yes, did you know they did that? And people are listening, Avixa especially, they're receptive like, oh yeah, we can get that person. Oh yeah, we can ask that person. Oh yeah, let's go and ask. Oh, we don't know, let's ask Charmaine. Let's ask the diversity council, somebody. Yeah, and it, obviously you're representing the Avixa Diversity Council, and this is a specifically an Avixa initiative. But I imagine this is a, a, 
an effort that probably could be adopted by other associations, other organizations within AV and, you know, kind of put their own you know, flavor on it. Uh, I imagine this is not just a problem within Avixa membership, that, that it's a problem across the board in, in Avixa, I mean, in AV. Oh, yeah. Across the board in AV, it's not just an Avixa problem. There's a lot of other organizations, as we know. I can name them. Don't have to. We all know them. And um, they can pretty much, they stand to look at Avixa right now as an example and start adopting this. And uh, I know some of them are trying um, and they're trying in the form of, I'll invite this minority person to a panel. And that is a good start, but they have to be consistent and continue doing a lot more than that. I'm not saying you have to do a council, but uh, you just, it's a good start just ramp it up a little bit and um, and be consistent. That's the most important part. And you also mentioned that you guys started this effort about about two years ago. And I think I read in the uh, the Avixa press release that you guys have 270 something members at this point. What Where does that stand in, in terms of, you know, kind of what you expected it to be two years in? And then what does it say to you that it is at that level? Wow, two years in when we first started, it was only 80 people. So that's a 300% increase, um, which is amazing. I did not expect it to be that big. Sometimes I'm scared that we get that big, but <laughs> because the women's council is, is very big. They're like 800 large and growing. And so that scared me a little bit. But when I saw the 278, I was really happy, um, scared, but happy because it's, the, it's resonating, you know, the message the initiatives, the activity, what we're doing, it's getting out there, it's resonating, it's allowing people to talk now more about it and engage with each other and engage people they don't normally do. So I'm excited. And I'm excited that that number represents global press. It's 278 globally. So now practically in every continent, we have a, a VIXA diversity member. And that is awesome. And I'm very excited about that. It's becoming global. And also part of Avixa's initiative in restructuring is to restructure themselves to be more global um, in their initiatives. So they're looking at that as well, along with us and the other councils to really make these programs very available on a global level in other areas besides the US, right? So that's part of the restructuring as, as well in order to, you know, empower that diversity because it's also on a global level and they understand that. So that's great. So yeah, it's 278 was, ah, wow, but I'm afraid because it's, I think it's, it's getting larger by the day, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to be fine. We have a lot of different good uh, leadership on the council. You've seen some of them spotlighted that I spotlight that are speak. They're, they're there helping to manage it all. So I couldn't be, you know, more happy and more relieved that they're here with me, helping uh, with everything that we're doing. So it's great.